welcome to Flights of Fantasy. I am one of your hosts, Kim, and I am here with my book besties, Christina and Anna. Yay! (laughs) We're here! We're here, guys. We are so here. We're here. We're here. We're here. <laughs> Guys. Happy Christmas City Day. Happy Christmas City Day. I have been looking forward to this for two oh, years. Two years. I, two years. Since I Kim know. and I. We, like, That's why I say Happy Christmas City Day. Like, happy Christmas City Day. As a City group, day. this is a big deal. This it is a big deal. right here. It is a big deal. Oh. A moment like this, you know? Kelly Clarkson. Let's explain why. Let's explain why. Let's ex- okay. So <laughs> we have been waiting for me to, me being Kim, to read Crescent City and I don't really know why before. I, well, at some point we decided we were going to wait till the second book came out. But before yeah. that, I don't really know why I hadn't read it yet and we hadn't done an episode. Well, you but hadn't I think read Throne of Glass yet. Right. I hadn't read Throne of Glass. Yes. I wanted to read them in order. And so Anna and Christina read it, loved it. It's like one of Anna's like favorite books. I've read it. This is the third time. The third time she's <laughs> it's read it. It's been out two years. Uh-huh. Um, Almost three That's years. fine. And this is a chunk of a book. So that's like quite a feat. It is a big one. And so we are going to be talking about the first two parts of Crescent City in this episode. Also, because Kim, you have not read past part two in the book right now. So there will not be any spoilers for parts three and four in this episode. Kim has no idea. No idea. Doesn't know what happens. How this ends, what's going down. So it's really interesting. This is our first time we've done this kind of episode. And this was actually one of the reasons why we waited. Like she could have read it at any point in the last year. But we were like, let's put it off and let's do a really fun, different type of episode before Mm -hmm. book two comes out. And we can kind of do like, it's like a read along with all of our listeners. And Kim has no idea how it ends, what happens to the characters, (laughs) what the big reveals are, what the twists are. And yes. it's just really exciting because, like, it's so fun to hear what Kim is thinking and, like, what she thinks is going to happen and whether or not she's right mm-hmm. or wrong. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. <laughs> so let's just, let's dive in. Okay, cool. Um, listeners, just to reiterate, no spoilers <coughs> for part three and part four. This is just part one and part two mm-hmm. of the book. Correct. Yes. Um, let's let's start off with, like, how we always do with world building because that okay, is great. Kim's jam. Oh, and is there ever world building? Is there ever some world building and... And if, if, if you have listened to an episode before, you know that I, Kim, am <laughs> a major stickler for world building. Mm-hmm. It really bothers yes. me when it is not well done. It bothers me when authors make it super confusing for no reason. Yeah. But that has never been a problem with SJM. No. And I knew. I had never. faith. Well, and I also, to be fair, so when when I went into this, you guys both kind of, you, you prepped me for the fact that this is a very dense world. It is yes. very complex, but that it's really well done. And so you guys knew that I would probably really enjoy this. And I did. Um, at first, it was a lot to take mm-hmm. in. Like it was not in a bad way, but just it like, this is so well thought out, but it is like the different houses, the different types of angels, the different mm-hmm. types of veneers, mm-hmm. the different, I mean, like, and she'll just like keep throwing them in. And yes. I'm like, wait, what? Like, totally. And I, even the second time around, you felt like that. Yeah. I was like, wait, okay, let me reread this again. Yes. Because yeah. I thought I understood, but like, hold on. And it's, it's such a well explained yes. world. Yes. Well explained. It's just a very dense world Correct. so it's there's a lot to explain because when it comes down to it this is totally different mm-hmm. from Akatar and TOG worlds yeah totally both of those you can kind of figure it out pretty easily yeah what I what I like about the way Sarah J Math does her world building is that she I feel like she doesn't treat us like with kid gloves so she'll like she'll world build and she doesn't necessarily like hold your hand and like talk you through it and give you an entire history lesson and like talk at you. What she does is like she'll drop these nuggets and then as you read, things become explained and in like a very mm-hmm. natural way. So that first 
I, I think the first like eight chapters, which is part one, does have a ton of world building. And the first time I read it, I was like, yeah. oh boy, this is different. Like this is, this is dense. This is complex. This is also, it was such a transition from her Akatar and Throne of Glass series, which mm-hmm. is just exactly. a world that we're very familiar with because we read so much like classic fae type books where the fae are the main kind of yeah. fantasy creature. Yeah. And so they're yeah. like while those the world building between Akatar and Throne of Glass is fantastic, it's the the hierarchy and power structure is just much more like we understood it so easily. But this is so different. There's just so much more going on here. Right. I mean, you have every creature under the sun plus humans and the hierarchy system and, and oh my yeah. god. Plus it's a modern world like a quote it's like an it's an urban yes. fantasy so she's throwing right. in also like there are cell phones yeah which was really cool because i mean it always irritates me sometimes when authors are like oh there's electricity but they don't really like but yes. there's also magic and this like is described so well yes. because she talks about the first light and like from the drop yes. and that's how it's pa- that's how it powers the city and like which i think is such yes. a cool idea yeah like, i uh, love agreed. that whole like because bryce like has a moment where she wonders like i wonder what my first light will like power like i bet hunts can yeah. like power i bet hunts is like powering a city somewhere or something like will it be like a cell phone yeah. or will it be right. like whatever like it's so cool to think about it's such a unique way to do that it's just oh my gosh the complexities are so well done like it just makes you really appreciate it because you just realize it's so oh my gosh it's just amazing so let's let's go through the yeah go through it a little bit i feel like you're the expert so like give us a rundown yeah history lesson with anna (laughs) okay so first um history of the world you've got 15,000 years ago, the Northern Rift opened, which originally the planet Midgard, which is where they all are, um, was just humans. And then the Northern Rift happened. And like, there's not like a ton of information on that, but like basically Faye and the angels all came through this like giant rift. Everyone came through. Um, But the governing hierarchy are that you have the Asteri, which I just think of them as like godlike creatures. Mm, And they created the angels. Mm -hmm. And within the angels, you have the archangels, which are, like, more mm-hmm. powerful than just, like, normal angels. And mm-hmm. so you have Asteri, archangels, angels. And within the angel group, you have, like, legionaries. Um, and then below the legionaries, you have fallen angels, which is, like, what Hunt is, Isaiah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And they are mostly, like, angels who have, like, the slave stamp. Um, they mm-hmm. have the witch's tattoo across their forehead, which um, mm-hmm. binds their powers. Yeah, it makes them like unable to retaliate or like. Right, rubble. they can't use yeah. the majority of their power. Like what you see mm-hmm. of Hun's power is just like a glimpse because he's got the tattoo across his head, which is like a witch's spell. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So that is the hierarchy of like the Asteri and the angels. Right. Then you have um, the archangels, each kind of like govern um, a specific part of the, the planet Midgard. You have mm, Micah, right. who's the archangel of Valbera, which is like his sector of Midgard. And then you've got Sandriel, yeah. who's like the governor of the Northwestern Quadrant. They don't really talk about the rest of Midgard yet. We haven't learned okay. anything thus far. And uh, so Micah is the archangel of Valbera, Valbara. And then within Valbara is the city, Crescent City. Um, mm-hmm. And he's the governor right. of Crescent City. So yeah. um, then he's like the head, the governor. But underneath him are six heads. Yeah. Which kind of like f- are like basically the heads of each of their species. So you've got the Autumn King in Five Roses, you've got the Prime of Wolves in Moonwood, Under King in the Bone Quarter, Viper Queen in the Meat Market, Oracle in Old Square, and the River Queen, who's kind of like the Istris River. Right. How- you know, anyways. And then you have your four houses. Yes. So your four houses are 
the House of Earth and Blood, right. which are like shifters, humans, witches, um, etc. Um, House of Sky and Breath, which are like the Malachim, which are angels, fae, elementals, um, sprites used right. to be a part of this, but they rose up with the fallen angels so mm-hmm. they were removed from their house as like a punishment which is like terrible we'll get into that later um and then you have the house of many waters which are like the river sprites um the mer people nymphs kelpy kelpy stuff like yeah. that and the house of flame and shadow which are all your demonic reapers wraiths vampires um dragons they're all like basically creatures that were created like with mixed breeding with demons um mm, yeah. right Right. So that's your history lesson with Anna. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. It's, good job. It's a lot, but I agree. Like she does parcel. Like I, I, at first I was like, wait, what is this? Like, what does this mean? But then I would read like three more pages and it would, she would give you context. But she out. weaves it into the story. It's like, Anna mm-hmm. said, like, it's not like info dumpy where she's just like, here's the world. Here's the whole setup. Like she gives you kind of little mm-hmm. pieces of it. Yeah. It is a lot. It's, and I think of the majority of the, of part one is kind of devoted to getting us into the world. It wasn't hard for me to get into, but that's because you guys have prepped me so well going into it. I think if I had gone into this blind, it might've been a little bit different. Like I might've been a little more frustrated, like, but I I knew what to expect. So I was like, okay, like this is what we're doing. I wasn't frustrated, but I had a hard time getting into it. The first time I read it, I was like, this is a lot, but Mm -hmm. it's like what I tell everybody who's reading SJM, I'm like, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Mm, yeah. And like in SJM, we trust. And she always, she never fails. Totally. I do think I was, the first time I read it, I would, because she is SJM and we love her so much, mm-hmm. I think I was a little, not frustrated, but it, it was the longest it had ever taken me into her books to like right. get mm-hmm. into it to the point where I like couldn't stop reading. Right. I agree with that. And I, it's not a bad thing. It's just that she has to set up this whole world, which like right. she, it's important that yeah. she does. It's almost like a slow burn plot in like a weird <laughs> right. way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it's good. But like once you get there, Agree. it's yeah. so good. So good. Also, this world she's built now for the future books. Right. Like, and I gotta think that she does all this because book two and book three are gonna have or however many books she writes are just gonna like she's she I mean, just like she did with Throne of Glass, like she builds things in a way that like the payout is always worth it. Is- Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Well, I mean, we are, am I right that we're going to have a probably, I mean, or assuming that we're going to have a book per house because mm. this is a house and the next book oh, is a house. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you we're going to have four So books. I was assuming we'd get a book per house. I yeah, agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh-huh. Which is yeah. so cool. I love that. Um, also, yeah. listeners, let me just say that somehow it did not get spoiled for me that Danica died until <laughs> like I, three days before I read the book. And even then it wasn't like confirmed. Oh my, it was devastating. This was tragic. It was I know. We have worked tirelessly, I will say, <laughs> Two years. to keep this keep this from Kim. Like I mean, to the she does. She's she never read the cover. Like, so guys, if you if you read, the cover, read the cover, if you read the back cover of the book, it says oh, she yes. loses her best friend. She owns two copies and she never read the cover. Didn't read it. Truly, I don't know how that wasn't spoiled for you. I truly don't. And then, okay, three days before, two days before something, I don't even know. So I I was watching this YouTuber. Um, I won't say who it because it's like she didn't she didn't spoil it, but she just described the plot in the way that is literally on the cover. But I have never the read cover. the jacket cover. So she says, like, okay, so the premise of the book is you have Bryce, and she loses her best friends in a tragic accident. And she goes on to investigate their horrific murder and get revenge. And I was like, fuck me, Danica dies. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, 
to me it felt like I mean so she said so she didn't she didn't spoil it in that like she's not spoiling the book because right. again it's on the, right. it's on the cover I never read it own two copies own a special edition copy never read the cover back cover jacket nothing and so I sent them a Marco Polo and I was like guys I think I think I got spoiled and then I got a text immediately from Anna that said just all caps fuck <laughs> and I was like well just like literally just texted because I was like fuck 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 I was like and then I th- honestly think my response is like, I mean, I am sad as well, but it's seven. It's on the first 75 pages. Uh, so like, it's not like it's a huge, like there's much more big reveals. <laughs> I know. It did happen really fast. But honestly, I yes, will say yeah. I was so wrapped up in trying to figure out what all the worlds were, what the, who Danica was and who the pack was. Like, I wasn't yeah. anticipating, like, I wasn't thinking like, oh, like, I don't know. I was so immersed in the story and like the world and trying to figure everything out that when it happened, I was like, wait, 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 this is it. This is happening. No, no, no. Like it happens so early on in the book that I was like not prepared. Well, and that was the hardest part of right, rereading right. it is really hard because you know it's coming and you yes. don't, I don't want it to happen. Like I don't want to read that part. I don't want to read Bryce. Oh. Like, she's at the White Raven and she's getting the text from Connor and she finally agrees to oh. go on a date oh. with him. And like, and I, and I love Connor. Like every time I read it, I go, I fucking love Connor. Like I, I, I want to see that. He's, he's sexy. He's like. He's sexy. He oh. knows what he wants. And when, like, he, and when he texts her and he's like, you want won't regret this. I've had a long time to think about how I'm going to spoil you. Spoil and I was like, you. Oh my God. And Connor. he's like so respectful. Like he, he's just, he's waited five years to ask her out. So like I just, sweet. I love her. I love I him. And it like reading it when she's walking up the stairs and she's stumbling and she's like talking about oh the fact my that gosh. she's like, she's like drunk and high and she's stepping on broken glass and she's like oh. not registering why oh. the hell there's broken glass yeah. in the stairwell. And then she like falls, oh. she slips and she's like, why are my hands wet? Oh. I just, it's so hard to read. It is so hard to read. So hard. And credit to, to SJM that it is that hard to read. Like, you know, it is yeah. so well written. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that is that it, it's a very sneak attack yeah. to the reader. Totally. The same way it's like, she's very like, this is just a normal night and like yeah. blindsided the same way as a reader. Totally. Where like, it's like, wait, what? And she's, when she looks in the bedroom oh. and it's like, oh. and she's like, and then Connor, like, like Connor went down trying to defend Danica. Trying to defend and like, her. Uh, and then she grabs the table leg. And she like runs out. Yeah. <gasps> oh, like, Lord. oh my God. You're just like, you're like screaming at, like, you know, like, yeah, you're like, oh my That's God, so come bad. on, like figure out what's going on. Cause like you as the reader don't understand what's going on either. But like, as you start yes. to figure it out, you're like, oh my God, oh, this yeah. is happening. Oh my God. And yes. she's still like, wait, at what? first you're like, Ugh. you have no idea. Right. And then she finds the angel. Yeah. Micah. Oh God. And we now know is Micah. Which then, like, rereading it, knowing that's Micah, she says the numbers over and over again, and the woman on the phone's like, oh, Christ, yeah. okay, yeah. they're coming. Yeah, And reading the first time, I was like, yeah, I mean, she's saying, oh, Christ, because it's like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And then rereading right. it, she's like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> yes. like <laughs> I'm sending them right now. Like, like, how did she not know? I guess he must have been, like, in really, really bad shape, because I'm like... I, I think she's, she was, A, high off her ass, B, that's drunk. That's true, that's true. And, like, she's in a blood rage, like, type of, like, true. grief true. thing, where she doesn't... Even if she wasn't yeah. high... I'm I'm sure she would have like pretty much blacked that whole experience out. That's yeah. true. Anyways. That's true. Um, but, and then all of that's amplified when she gets to the jail. Like then it's like so. The inter- like, oh yeah. The interrogation. Oh my oh, God. Oh, when she, when they play the audio. I can't. Oh, I, and she. I'm like, why did we. so bad. Like why did they have to play the audio? Like why did they have to play? Like I'm like, what did, what was that supposed to it's do? It's like an interrogation tactic. Yeah. It was really. Rude. Rude. Well, even Hunt says like, is this necessary? He's like, stop it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's kind of, I, I really love how mm-hmm. from the get go, he's the Umbra Mortis 
and like he's supposed to be scary, but like you see mm-hmm. him have these small yeah. little comments throughout the book, hundred percent, where agree. he's not an asshole. Like he's the one. No, he's not. No. He's not. He's not the one who's like, yeah, let's do, let's play this audio. In that moment, he's like, this you know? girl's about to break. Um, Stop it. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. when Bryce leaves for her date with Reed, and oh. she says, and Danica says, light it up, bitch, and then. Uh, she says, light and up, asshole. Like, light it up. And yeah, then yeah. Danica just says, like, love you. Love you. And oh. Bryce doesn't really, Bryce, like, registers that as, like, like she, yeah. yes, Danica says that to her every now and then, but, like, it's, like, unusual that she said it that night. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just That's this, interesting yeah. that she says it. Oh. I know. Yeah. That's why, like, I'm, like, did she know something was going to happen? Like, right. how does she? Right. And, like, Bryce registers it. Like, it's, like, this for, uh-huh. sense of foreboding. And it just makes you on edge, right. especially when you read it again and you're just like, oh my God. Well, and like, as you see Bryce kind of like spiral out of control that night and Danica's texting her and she's like, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And Bryce is just like, whatever. Like, ah. I'm like, okay, mm, what's happening? Like, da- what's like happening? okay, like, what are we, what are we doing? What's happening? And then she's yeah. like, yeah. it's like, oh, I can't see. I don't know. Like, I'm, she didn't know how she gets home. And Danica was like blowing up her phone and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, I, I don't have a good feeling. And they were like about to leave to come church. Like, we're right. really leaving in five minutes yeah, yeah we're leaving to come meet you where are you yeah oh my gosh the timing oh. of that is also it's just, it's just so, it's so well done yeah. it's so well done it's so well done it's so devastating it's so heartbreaking oh oh i was very well, stressed out it's so well done that like we said i think she i think her actual death happens like page 75 and you you understand how impactful this is to mm-hmm. bryce and mm-hmm. you are like this emotionally distraught about it mm-hmm. when you just met this character 75 pages ago right but like she does such a good job of building their friendship mm-hmm. uh before this even happens somehow in 75 pages totally it's, i yeah, agree with that it's amazing it's just it's, so sad oh my god it was so um, sad let's talk about bryce a little bit yeah let's talk about bryce yeah our main gal i've been wanting to talk about her for so long right i know and now it's finally here you can talk about her we can do all of our sjm episodes <laughs> now that we've been wanting to do oh my god yes <laughs> of like female leads because we're like well we can't include bryce yet female leads um she's just and she's such a good female lead she is but she's very different to feyre and oh, selena aelin yes. like very very yes. different um i when i remember texting you guys when i was reading this i was like wow like SJM is going there with like much more adult, much more dark. Like from the get go, I don't party like, girl, mm-hmm, party girl. Like the just the drugs and the partying and the sex. Like, mm-hmm. but it makes her more realistic to me. Like you know, absolutely. Like Bryce feels like a very realistic, flawed. She works hard and she plays hard. Absolutely. Right. Exactly. And she's very unapologetic about who she is, mm-hmm. and I really like that a lot. Yeah. Because I love that she's like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm going to do what I want, and I'm going to party, and I'm going to sleep around and do drugs. I'm like, I'm awesome. And I'm like, hell yeah, girl. Yes. Like, and I'm like, yeah. yes, girl. But then we also, as the reader, it is, it's super interesting to see her present a lot of that to the world, and a lot of it I think is true. But then when you get, when you kind of figure out and get glimpses and clues of, like, how sure. she's struggling and, like, how she's, you know, mm-hmm. not dealing with great her right um it really she becomes such a complex character yes in a way that i don't know if the other female leads get to be emotionally i agree with that yeah well, i think of yeah. her as like she's a completely different person after danica dies to me like yeah bryce in part one is so different than bryce in part two 
Yes, very different. So much has changed about her. Like, she doesn't drink anymore. She doesn't dance anymore. Um, like, the light has kind of gone out in her life. Like, she's just, like, And she not- says that. She says that to, to Hunt at one point in the kitchen. Like, mm. he asks her if, like, if she and Danica were lovers because he was like, I yeah. don't know why, why yeah. how are you reacting this strongly to, like, her death? And she was like, it's like she's my person. Like, a light went out. When she and Connor and everybody died, like, that's it. Like, a whole, it's everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine, it's not just Danica it's like her it was her she was a part of the pack mm-hmm. right like in a way yeah and like so when all of them died and then to be alienated from the other people in the pack i know yeah too, that really upsets me still oh it's I, me too it's like it's like you shut down an entire part of yourself because not only do you already place blame upon yourself because like that's what bryce has done but like mm-hmm. she's also accepting the blame from other people that like i should have been there i should have done more at least that's what you think like you know mm-hmm. but it's it's interesting that kind of from the outside it's almost as if nothing's changed like right you know, someone who's just looking at her like she's still party girl going to work mm-hmm. at the same place living in the same apartment partying all night like whatever and then us understanding like no she's just like numb going through the motions in life and this is just how she's doing life like she's not actually living um i think she puts on that that like the heels the outfits the 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 pretending to be drinking not correcting anyone it's not even that she doesn't really pretend she just doesn't correct anyone right and she puts on this yeah. like armor of like it's easier for me to let everyone think the worst because I already think the worst of myself. So if I don't have to live up to anyone's high bar of like what I should be, then you don't have no one's disappointed. Yeah, yeah. And she has a good quote. She says, "There's nothing wrong with being a party girl. I don't get why the world thinks there is. It's easier for me when people assume the worst about what I am. It lets me see who they really are." Yeah, yeah. It's a great quote. So I think she uses that persona as a shield. Like, okay. I don't have to emotionally be myself and available mm-hmm. to anyone, but also as a way to like, to bait people to like, okay, you want to think that about me? Great. Fuck you. You're an alpha hole. Like, yeah, I want right. nothing to do with you. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's really interesting seeing her kind of trying to deal with the grief, like her like self-sabotage, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. in the first yeah. two parts. Like there's so many examples of it. like, she doesn't let herself dance mm-hmm. anymore, which she like called her haven, like dancing at mm-hmm. some point. She chooses to have that venom still in her leg every day that hurts her as like a punishment constantly rem- i feel like she just wants to constantly be reminded of that like she mm-hmm. she can't let that go it's like it's i feel like it's like the pain in her leg just reminds her of everything that's happened and it's like it, it, it's like she lives with it because she'd rather live with the pain and the constant reminder than like face it like she won't go to therapy well that's what she says about therapy is like she doesn't want to go to therapy because then it's like then she might she knows it'll help she knows it'll help but she doesn't want it to. yeah yeah i think she says like she knows that it will help and give her the tools to deal with it and that's precisely why she doesn't go yeah because right. she doesn't want to deal with it i think because she, she does want to keep punishing herself she does. and i think she also you know mourning them and grieving them is still there's still somehow in her life mm-hmm. in that like if she in her mind gets past that then that's like they are not there right i i, I yeah. agree christina yeah um one thing i wanted to say about danica that i i texted you guys about yeah. i just found it really interesting that you know typically a lot of these stories is like the the female main female protagonist is like this all-powerful being and she has like a quirky funny side best friend who's like just kind of there to like support her and like sidekick love her and like just lift her up but like I really 
loved the way that SJM made Danica so much more powerful than Bryce. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. where they like go like touch the disc or whatever with Oh the, the, yeah the heart gate. Oh yeah, the heart gate. Like they yeah, go and the they go there and, and Danica's like recognized like everyone knows who Danica is. Like and they know who Bryce yeah. is because of Danica. Right. But it's just like she kind of flips that that trope, if you will, totally. of like the leaving like the chosen one. Yeah. Right. The chosen yeah. the the chosen like like a Harry Ron situation where right. it's just like Yes. You know, not not to call Bryce Ron. That's yeah, but like, <laughs> still, I just I love that Danica was this like super powerful wolf who had like was rumored to be like potentially the totally. most powerful wolf in the entire like universe, and right. Bryce is like this half fae human and who like is seemingly just kind of not unremarkable, but like you know like yeah unremarkable. But, but, but she is she's she's a blip on the magic yeah. radar. That is something. In the beginning, I think she does a good job of kind of telling us background of Bryce and like little things like at the heart gate, like her being like, oh, I don't have that much magic in me to even like to lose. Right. Right. Like little things like that. I think it really highlights the difference there. Yeah. Especially going through all the hierarchies and understanding like how she's like this half breed, like not like she. And she builds it up so much with Danica, just like the fact that not only could she be the prime of the wolves, but she could be the prime of all shifters like she talks about. Yeah. Because she is so powerful. Like she has more power than her grandfather or her mother and she has the special sword that like called to her and not her mother and who her mother is supposed to be the next prime oh sabine is not pleased about that and they build this thing she but sjm builds up and talks about how powerful she is so that what even when danica dies it's it's like everybody comments like how the fuck did this kill her how did it kill her and the pack of devils yes like how like how did this happen yeah that's one of the biggest things that is like yeah. so crazy. Right. Well, doesn't Hunt Hunter Isaiah says like Danica is seemingly like potentially the most powerful wolf could be in the universe and even at the end she was screaming and begging Pleading. for mercy like she begging. was begging it to stop uh, he was yeah. like that's that's what we're dealing with like yeah this pack is incredibly powerful and for them to be like shredded and begging yes. for mercy is like terrifying i think for everybody to like yeah. think about because it's like if it can Understand, do that yeah. to them everyone else is just completely fucked like truly um Absolutely. another couple things i noted that i think is a really interesting thing and i'm really glad that sarah did this is Bryce learns some other people's perspectives of Danica after she died. Mm. And Bryce obviously Mm -hmm. has Danica Mm -hmm. up on a very high pedestal. That was her best friend. That was like her sister. That was her found family. And something that I thought was really interesting is when um, Lily or Lahaba, the fire sprite that lives at the gallery and like guards the library. um, She says something to Bryce and she really likes Hunt. She calls him Athy. And I love, so cute. love, I love their relationship. I think it is so sweet. And Hunt is so sweet to her. It's adorable. And so sweet to Syrinx. And, um, yes. But Lily said, like, I didn't like Danica very much. And she didn't seem to like me. Like, she was always, like, snarling or growling or she would just ignore me. And... I was like, wow, like that. And Bryce, like, of course, got really mad and was like, you know, got pissed and right. just kind of dismissed it. But I was oh. like, that is very yes. telling to me. Because that was right after Rune also came to the library. And she was like, he's uh-huh. so nice. And 
Hunt so nice. They're both so nice to me. Danica was never nice to I me. I think they want to be your friends. She yeah. says, I think they want to yeah. be your friends. And they would be good friends to have. Yeah. And then she says like, something like, I know you miss Danica, but Danica was never nice to me. Yeah. That is, you're right. That's such an interesting thing to put in there of like, it, it's also a natural thing to glorify someone after they've passed on and not want to see faults in them. Of course. Yeah. But like she's being forced to yes. or being forced yeah. to confront different right. perspectives on her person. And it's right. really interesting. Yeah. Like yeah. when they go meet with um, Briggs, who mm-hmm. they thought killed yeah. Danica, um, but then it came out that he was not responsible for it. And he was like, I don't even know what year it is. Like, you think I could somehow, like, organize some sort of rebellion from, like, inside the prison? And I was like, I mean, touche. Yeah. Um, but he talks about how he's like, I liked Danica. And she was like, what are you talking about? You liked her. Like, you don't even. He was like, she met with me several times. Yeah. And she tried. Like, she came to me and was like, look, I have this information on you. Like, I can turn you in. But, like, I, you need to do the right thing and, like, stop this. And he was like, she gave me several yeah. chances. And even when she busted us, like, she didn't go as hard as she could have. Like, I think she let a few of us escape. And Bryce is like, I, 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 don't, I don't know what I'm hearing. Like, I, well, this is not like, like she was yeah. flabbergasted. And like, he totally. was like, I'm not saying Danica was a rebel, but I'm saying that I think she could have been sympathetic to our cause. And Bryce is like, la, 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 yeah. la. Like, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> I am not. Like, no, 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 no. All right, so let's actually, there's something I wanted to talk about with Briggs and the whole Danica thing. And <gasps> it's a good segue into Hunt. Oh, um, the comp- Oh, okay, yeah. But um, no, so with, with Hunt though, I feel like from the beginning, yeah, he kind of has that like swagger, like kind of alpha whole mm-hmm. thing as Bryce mm-hmm. calls it, which I love. Yeah, um, love. That like I he does that. and he, he, she, they have that natural sparring thing. Right. But I feel like from the beginning, you know he had, you know the part that he's playing, but he's also a slave. Like he doesn't have a choice in what right. he does. Yeah. And he can't fight back. And you also see these like hints of him being real and showing empathy and like being disgusted with the things. From the beginning. Yeah. Really early on, you get that scene of him coming back from having to kill someone and he's like really upset and getting into like the scorching shower and like scorching hot shower. Totally. Really upset by the blood of his his hands on the porcelain sink. Like you see his his like humanity side early. Totally. And he even like, and and then like when he brings Bryce to, um, when the acolyte dies, or I don't know, Kim, maybe you felt this way too, but like rereading it, I know that it's going to be a bad thing. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, you're such an asshole. You know, this is how Danica and the pack. Yeah. Agreed. I was like, why are you bringing her? But Then I put myself in his shoes and I'm like, he doesn't understand their relationship. He doesn't, he thinks she's a party girl still. He thinks she's fine. And that she's just being, like, right. he doesn't realize all the shit that's going on underneath. But he instantly feels he bad. He instantly can... feels bad. And he yeah. instantly follows yeah. her to apologize. That's the difference. Is like, he doesn't double down on his assholeness. No. And is like, well, whatever. He instantly is like, he goes, shit, I didn't think it was going to be this bad. Yeah. He, and he, you can see yeah. he's like upset and he runs after her. Like, he's not like, oh, well, whatever. He follows her to the White Raven and he like sees her pull out her, his phone. And he like, you see his like, his point of view. And he's like, I... I I'm hoping she's going to text me and be like, or like make a joke or something. And then I can apologize. But like, that's not what mm-hmm. she does. And then they right. go into the white Raven and the white Raven blows up. <laughs> and it blows up. Oh my um, God. Ugh, God. That was wild. And that um, is a big turning point for them. Yes. When he does then like afterwards, follow her, feel bad. And then the club exploding is like, he finds out she's not been drinking. 
he like yes. realizes he's been assuming these things about her afterwards then that's when we get his like doctoring her like wounds and like he seeing sees the scar, the scar. And, like that's like really yes. like starts their trajectory yeah. of him like yeah and they really start to bond and i really yes oh seeing them bond is so wonderful they, they had great banter from the beginning but i was really yeah. looking forward to their relationship kind of deepening beyond that because like it was it was fun but i was like yeah. okay y'all have such huge misconceptions about each other yes mostly he has huge misconceptions about rice which everybody does and that's on purpose i mean she does that right. on purpose but she does about him too yeah, yeah. She, yeah she does about him like he's the umbra mortis and he's you know this killing monster and i just love seeing some of their armor come down and uh, they just like like we start this with like they're both kind of in the same place where they're like numbly going through sure, the motions. Yeah. Like they're neither of them are like really living. They're both in grief. They're mm-hmm. both like going through the motions yeah. and numbly, whatever. Right. And then this Crystallis attack happens, which is like really the catalyst for both of them to like snap out of this. Mm-hmm. It's like Hunt's them working on this for his freedom. She's working on this to find her best friend's killer. And it's like this event like happened and then brought them both together to like do this yeah but then in that process it's like also taking down their emotional armor and yes. like talking to each other about these things and like really like helping each other through the stuff they're yeah. each other's therapist yeah <laughs> they're really helping each other it's so good I love seeing them like learn more about each other and and just be like oh, there's fun little like oh they're funny yeah like i love this banter that she has it's like after the raven blows up and like she comes home juniper drops off like chocolate croissants oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. at the door and like i also love how like bryce is always wearing like lacy under things oh yeah and like and she like stretches yeah. out the house and like athelar is like on guard duty outside he's just like can you put some like clothes on please yeah like, yeah uh, she's like no or like close the curtains yeah she's yeah. like yeah <laughs> so she comes out and um and he now has to live in her house because like the autumn king her father is like she needs full on like guard duty full on not just like outside yeah. the house right yeah. and then she was like okay rune did he say who it yeah. had to be okay then it's gonna be it's gonna be hunt and he was like fine it's gonna be at well uh and she's like well he should have been more clear than yeah. if he didn't want like, to him and like honestly so, yeah. fuck him and i'm like honestly agree i love that that was like yes move in hunt yes move in <laughs> okay so hunt asks for a set of keys and she's like not going to happen and he's like yes it is and you'll change the enchants- enchantments so i can get access she bit into the croissant. Isn't it exhausting to be an alpha hole all the time? Do you guys have a handbook for it? Maybe like a secret support group? <laughs> an alpha what? Alpha that. hole. Possessive and aggressive. She waved a hand at his bare torso. You know, you males who rip your shirt off at the slightest provocation, who know how to kill people in 20 different ways, who have females falling over themselves to be with you, <laughs> and when you so finally bad. bang one, you go full-on mating frenzy with her, refusing to let another male look or talk to her, deciding what and when she needs to eat, what she should wear, when she sees her friends. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he goes, it's so he's like, she goes, your favorite har- hobbies are brooding, fighting and roaring you've perfected about 30 different types of snarls and growls you've got a cabal of hot friends and the moment one of you mates the others fall like dominoes too gods <laughs> help you when you all start having babies it's so true it's especially funny because she's also like describing the male leads in in akatar like yeah. in the other books right yeah i kind of feel like sjm is totally like giving a nod to like yeah i oh, get totally. it like they all growl a lot like they're snarling. like i think she's kind of like i love it I re- like I acknowledging totally that she's like yeah i mean i know like i that is that is my nails that's how i write them like it's I so love funny it. she's oh it's so good she's so and, good. like he like he like calls her out like afterwards he like starts listing things but the last one he's like if we're complaining about people who are clothing optional 
He finishes the croissant and gives her a pointed look. I'm not the one who parades around this apartment in a bra and underwear every morning while getting dressed. <laughs> I love it because they're both like so like self-confident and she just like owns it. And she's yes. just like, what are you looking at? <laughs> I love yeah, that. Yeah, I love that. You know, yeah, it's so, I mean, you get a little bit of that with Aelin, but you don't really get that with Feyre at all. Yeah. I love that swagger. Like, it's great. And coming from, like, the uh, female, it's fun. It's so fun. It, with Aelin, like, she has a swagger and a confidence, but it's not about her sexuality. Like, she's not a, a sexual, yeah. she's not seen as, like, this sexual yeah, yeah. creature. Like, she's a very strong, like, fighter female, yeah. right? Like, that's her kind of focus. Absolutely. Whereas, it's really fun to see someone who is, like, very sexual and very, like, like, confident with her body and, and like yeah yes i i think absolutely. that's really fun and i like how much it bothers hunt i think it's, i think it's Me really too. funny but then like there's a scene where he opens the door and he like doesn't have his shirt on yeah. and she's like ogling him and he like starts smirking yeah. he's like yeah, like, yeah. So good. I, know. I know she describes like, it as muscles on muscles on muscles <laughs> oh my god when he has his backwards hat on yes i was just about to say oh, that. i love that when they're sitting on the couch and she's like staring at him and he's got like sweat, gray sweatpants on, a white t-shirt and like his gray hat on backwards. Sweat. I was like, I'm done. Done. Stick a fork at me. I'm done. And then she takes a picture of him on her phone because yes. she's like, I have. Yes. I yeah. And, I have to. And she's like, the Umber and Mortis ladies and gentlemen or something like he's like yeah. and then I think she like it's oh that's when uh, they have like the sweet moment and she holds his hand they hold hands and it's so she sweet she holds his hand it's, oh cause this is when he says like am I like Briggs did what I yes. do in the rebellion am I like Briggs and she's like you're not like Briggs so she says yeah, yeah. she says Briggs is a bad person he might have once gotten into into the human rebellion for the right reasons but he's a bad person you aren't you will never be end of story and then yeah they hold which, hands which interesting this like like I I wonder, I hope that we get more of the human rebellion. Like I'm curious about it because I I kind yeah. of agree with what Bryce says is where she, where she says like I you know maybe Briggs didn't get into it with like the bad intentions because I agree with the sure. idea they're they're literally treated like I mean it's like oh, cattle yeah. it's, it's complete awful. bullshit and I can understand like sometimes you have to do big things to like get sure. points across but I think I mean blowing up bars isn't a great idea either but no <laughs> but like I can understand Briggs is like wanting to make his yeah. people be equals yeah I can understand that and so can Hunt that's why when he looks at him he like feels such empathy he's like I mm-hmm. have been in your I shoes. was you yeah I was you and I also think that's why in some ways I think he I think Briggs was right maybe Danica looked at her best friend and saw how she was treated differently and didn't agree yeah. with it totally and I, totally. I can appreciate that about Danica that she saw Briggs and was like, "Listen, you gotta, you gotta clean up your act. You can't do this. Like, this is yes. not the right way. I'm giving you a warning." Totally. Oh, and I think that makes a great ruler. Like, she's like, "Look, yeah. I'm not." It's yeah. very morally yeah. gray, which I really love. Really love. I love that. morally gray characters. Love morally um, gray characters. One more r- really funny thing yes. about um. Oh, and then we can talk. Let's talk about the gun range. Ah, yes. Oh, that yes. I was hot. Ooh. I love that scene so much. Okay, okay, okay. What are you going to say first? One more really funny scene that I just like, I don't know why it tickled me so much, but like, they she like Bryce lost her phone so they had to go get a new phone yeah, or whatever yeah. and for some reason she grabs like Hunt's phone to like oh, go yeah. to his pictures yeah, yeah, she yeah. goes you have you have 36 photos on this phone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he was like okay she's like you've had this phone for four years and you have 36 photos <laughs> she's like and they're all of like dead bodies one body. is a picture of a severed leg <laughs> like, why is there a severed leg and he's like well I have to like take pictures for the crime oh, scene God. she's like this line is like you have 36 photos on this phone like Bryce said flatly <laughs> <laughs> she's like I don't I don't and understand I, it's <laughs> moments like that where like I feel like we all relate to her like 
Yeah, what the... What? Yeah, I really read that. I was like, 36? <laughs> yeah. Like, she's like, you don't take pictures of your food? I'm like, yeah, you don't take pictures of your food? <laughs> of your or, food? like, anything? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, God. the sky? Like, I don't know. Like, a, a good sunset? A sunset? A sunset? <laughs> Didn't we all go through that phase where we loved a good sunset yeah, on Instagram? So- like, come on. I mean... Oh, my God. So good. Uh, I mean, it's just really funny the way she, like teases with him uh, and like yeah, it's so, so funny with him and he's like he's like I, what like what's the problem yeah, she's like no yeah, this is it's so like it's so she just like starts taking pictures of him and that leads to like her taking a picture of him watching like the sunball game and she's like oh what a typical like he just looks so like normal you know like a normal guy on yeah. the couch oh and right. then and then she like hits the hat and she's like this is weird Mia I don't know what you're doing here and he's like what? She's like this doesn't go with yeah. her like umber mortis vibe yeah, like, I don't yeah. know what's happening and then he <laughs> takes it off and he puts and it on, puts it on, on her, her. This scene was so well done because really it was like they go to the gun range and the guys are there and I was like oh this is gonna be like a fun like silly I don't know the guys are like okay Bryce like show us what you can do and I was like I bet what's gonna happen in my head is like she's gonna shoot really well it's gonna turn him on log it off like that's gonna be it yeah and instead we got this really amazing moment amazing she's like a sharpshooter and she looks at him with this like vulnerable look of like oh you're not gonna like this about me like can you handle this yeah and his response is or he says in his head how many males had run from this part of her their alpha hole egos threatened by it hunt hated them all merely for putting the question in her eyes it's just so good Okay, so I have the part where she's like, she says, I don't need to prove I can handle a big gun to run with the boys club. Hunt's skin tightened at the feral delight in her eyes as she said, big gun. Other parts of him tightened too. And then he like continues. (laughs) This is like when I grabbed the headboard. He's like, like, only uh, Tristan, Tristan Flynn is like 20 gold marks says we outshoot you. Only rich ass pieces of shit have 20 gold marks to blow on bullshit contests, Bryce says, Amber <laughs> eyes dancing with amusement as she winked at Hunt. His blood thrummed, his body tensing as surely as if she'd gripped his cock, but her gaze already drifted to the distant target. Oh! Like, I love it. And like, then he talks about her like grabbing the gun and it's like so sexual. The gun? Yeah. And yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Oh, and like stroking it with it. her fingers? Yeah. So <laughs> Yes. Good. So, okay, so then she does, she shoots really well. Yeah. And then he says the, or how many males had, you know, run from her or whatever. Okay. So then she says, in her, in her dialect, she says, he hadn't balked from seeing her shoot that target and instead answered it with a shot of his own. Like they were two of a kind. Like she could throw anything at him and he'd catch it. Would meet every challenge with that wicked feral grin. And then this is, oh, in italics, like in, in his, in his mind. I see you, Quinlan, he silently conveyed to her. And I like all of it. Right back at you, her half smile seemed to say. Oh, I love that. I He's love like, I it. see you and I like all and of I it. And I like all of it. And I think that is like our big turning point of like, Agreed. he no longer sees her as like, he misjudged her, she misjudged him. And like, we've moved past And that was a right. huge breakthrough for them because it's right after that, that they get the call for the human murder, right? In Ashfa- in Ashfaddle Metals. Yeah. She has her like, she goes into shock and she kind of has like her hyper, like she's going to start hyperventilating. And immediately like Rune and like Flynn and Deck all like head out to go there and they don't you know i think they understand that she needs space and at you know hunt kind of has like well i think hunt even says like we'll meet you yeah we'll meet you there and he like he knows like he he has this instinct to like grab her hands at first and he doesn't do it at first eventually they hold hands but he's like he knows that like her trigger is like 
assholes who like because all of the fey males are so domineering and mm-hmm. she doesn't mm-hmm. like that like when they when she feels like a guy is just trying to like take care of her or like insert himself and so he like holds right. back he doesn't touch her he like very much waits for her to a lot like to give him the okay to touch her and then they mm-hmm. hold hands and he she he talks her through it he talks her through breathing and to calm down yeah it's and so good he tucks a little piece of hair behind her ear and it's like this really I sweet know. moment yeah but he i think it's in that moment he says us like it's like they're an yeah. us like they're yes, a team like they're a team this. a few pages later she says like in her head she's like what he'd done for her just now in that shooting range she'd never let anyone even her parents see her like that before those moments when she couldn't breathe she usually went into a bathroom or bailed for a few hours or went for a run and um, the instinct to flee had been nearly as overwhelming as the panic and dread searing her chest but she'd seen hunt come in from his mission the other night knew he of all people might get it he had and hadn't balked at her for one second oh right because when he comes in from the mission Mm -hmm. and she's like i recorded recorded your game for you i love that and he's just like night and goes to bed it's so good also i think something when you just said like us like she hasn't been a part of a team since Danica like her and Danica were a team yeah and they were in us like it was Danica and Bryce like she says that a lot in the first 75 pages like it's me and Danica like she's all I need which was the first clue in my head I was like she's gonna die like I just knew <laughs> I saw happiness well, I saw contentment yeah. and I was like nope that's that's gonna get taken away like, nope. this is getting ripped away Rip that right out of my hands but like yeah her and Danica were a team and I think she's felt so alone for so long that for Hunt totally. to like, and Danica knew her. Danica knew everything about her, like yes. saw her. And now to have Hunt like be the same way with her. And like, she has like yeah. an us again. She has a team again. And he's like just there with her. And they go to the crime scene and like, it's really bad. And he's like, whatever you want to do, like, do you want to go see it? Like, do you want to leave? Like he very much, again, like mm-hmm. always giving her the choice of like what mm-hmm. she wants to do. Yes. And then fucking Sabine shows up. I hate her. I hate this. Oh. I, hate, I hate her so much. She's so awful just, she's fucking terrible she calls her a stupid slut in that last scene like, in part she's two so uh, abusive she's, like she's oh, so aggressive she's fucking terrible and like even like the flashbacks mm. of her like she was even she's like always been awful awful like when they were college roommates and she's like yeah don't be friends with her oh ever since danica died like she just seems very aggressive like very aggressive and yeah. i understand she's you know she's not like a human so like i understand that she's like Especially as a wolf, like, right. you know, whatever. But it's so aggressive. It's like, so aggressive. It's just, she's like, where is my sword, you fucking slut? I'm like, oh my god, like, yeah. calm no. yourself. It's like, like take a breath. Whoa, woman. Like, it's just, I mean, bill. immediately she shows up and Bryce is like, you know, sees like her hair and she's yeah. having a panic attack. We gotta go. And like, yeah. it's just, I, you know, and I knew, I knew she had something to do with it. And then sure enough, we find out at the end of part two <laughs> uh-huh. that she tampered with the freaking... Uh. I can't wait to keep Security reading. tapes during the blackout. I know. I can't wait. But like the footage, right? Because, right, the blackout. Because, like, yeah. She, yeah. she was the head of the investigation. And Declan finds out that, like, yeah, it, it, it was like, I'm not saying she did it. I'm just saying, like, she would have been the only one with clearance to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, is so satisfying also because, like, she fucking sucks. So I'm like, good. I hope you are a bet the bat. Like, I hope it's, I hope this is all you. And I hope you get killed <laughs> because I hate, I hate you so much. I just, I can't stand her. I, hate her I so can't much. stand her. She's um, such an asshole. She's literally the worst. And I felt so bad for Danica having her as a mom because I just, like, yeah. as a mother, I can't understand it. And, like, how Danica calls Bryce's mom, mom because, like, <gasps> I know. I love oh, that. Oh, I loved that on the phone when she's like, hi, mom. 
Yeah, she's like, hey, hey mom. mom. Oh, it's so sweet. Because her mom sucks ass. Oh, Sabine oh. sucks. But you um, know who doesn't suck and who I do really like is Rune. I love I Rune. Think, I love I Rune. I, I just and you're just like, like, you want them, you want him and Bryce to just be like, I want come the, on, just talk it out. Just talk it out. Just, just, just be out. besties. Be besties again. Like, I just. Also, you love each other. Come on. Just love each other, he damn it. Some, like, he said some pretty awful things. He, but like, he did call her a half-breed slut. But like, you know. He did, yes. But, but everyone was younger. It was a long time ago people grow and he he feels really bad he He feels really really bad he does feel bad about it and i'm not saying you just forgive him i'm just saying like think about it i'm also just like we've we've been mad at him for a long time Been a long time years also his father sucked too it's not like he had a great like upbringing Uh, yeah uh, you know uh role models of like fatherly love oh my god he's (laughs) he's, the worst whole like the autumn king's relationship with rune is very interesting to me yeah like i don't like it but it's very interesting so dismissive he's awful is so just like you're a tool. You're yes, a means to my ends. Yes, so awful. Yeah. yeah. Like, Rune asks for, like, more protection for his mother and the Autumn King's like, don't tell me how to manage my relationship with your mother. And I was just like, oh, fuck yeah. off, dude. Like, literally, yeah, you are the worst. Like, him and Sabine, just throw them in a, like, literally. Oh, they deserve each other. They're like, they should be together. Where is the demon when you need them? Where is the Crystallos to kill Where them? is the I Fucking need them. They're killing other, but they're killing 12-year-old acolytes. Like, can you just focus on the correct people here? Can we put you in there with the Autumn King? Like, can, can we focus? his direction elsewhere yeah. truly yeah. but yes i do love rune i do i He's like great. rune i like i love their little um flynn declan love that little group Very, i know i love declan and i flynn. think they're so funny i love them i forget how fun they are that first like moment we get of them when yeah. bryce just like strolls into their house and is like rune yes. on drugs and she's like okay i'm gonna get you a water and then she just like strolls in the kitchen and they have like girls all over and all this yeah. stuff and they're like oh hey and she's like Whatever. she's like bye no and then bye not they're yeah. like you're gracing us with your presence she's like mm-hmm, yeah okay cool like she just is, she's yeah. so, so unfazed i love but it their I love banter it so between them and her is so oh it's fun. so fun oh, and then she at some point to to hunt i think is like Oh no, yeah. Like I I, wrote, I was obsessed with Flynn. Yeah, it's like I could barely be I, in there. I wrote Mrs. Flynn something yes, yes. in my notebook for two years. Like yeah. I could barely be in his presence. She was like, I yeah, I could barely like exist and like I was so completely in obsessed with him. And he, she was like, No, yeah. my mom still has oh, it. So my good. mom still has the notebook. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh my god. Okay. Viper Queen, the meat district. Guys, meat I, market. I love love she's love, such a fun character. Love. Like she's in a gold jumpsuit, she's smoking a <laughs> cigarette. I'm like, oh, oh you're fucking cool. She is like a Like, you're a bad bitch. She is a whole mood. Such a vibe. She is giving us a lot. And I'm here for it. Great things. Like, I was like, I'm here for all of it. I just, I remember texting y'all being like, I love, like that name, even the Viper, like that just sounds so cool the to me. Viper Queen. And she did not disappoint. No, she's so good. No, she was cool. She was like, cool. She's very cool. Like, I can't trust her worth shit. Like, I just love that her alibi <laughs> is a three day orgy. I was just like, what? <laughs> Hunt's like, wait, I'm sorry. So you're it's telling so me good. that Hunt, this video like, well, footage. If you want my alibi, so here's, here's, the, here's the USB. Feel free to watch <laughs> yeah. it. Orgy. And he's like, wait, I'm so sorry. Wait, you're telling me that on this, I'm sorry, what? on this, is a three-day so orgy good. she's like yeah let me know if it like turns you on or whatever and I was just yeah, like, yeah 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 it's, so it's so oh, good so cool so like good. she's such a, a cool kid and and she does all these like you know stuff like that and she's like running all this sh- scary shit yes. but then she also has this like beautiful like important line to bryce yes. she says like look oh. toward where it hurts the most yes. that's where all the answers are and it's just like i you know and you know there's like more to uh, that totally there's so there's so much more to that i yeah. like i love the meat market like it's so shady and dirty and like yeah. i just think that's so cool and no, i also 
love how she's just like, yeah, we're no, we're gonna go buy these salts. Yeah. Hunt's like, wait, what are we doing? Hunt's like, what, what, what? wait, we're, we're getting obsidian salt? That's like super illegal yeah. and dangerous. Yeah. And then later she's like, well, that was the only way to get to the Viper Queen. And he was like, what? She's like, yeah, you told me it was gonna take a month and that's just too long. So I just decided to. And that's to just too long. And like, wait, but what do you mean? She's like, I put it on Jessica's account. Like, Jessica, Jessica spends more on beauty products in a beauty month. Beauty products. She, and I'm like, then what she, then this. She won't notice. I yeah. I love it. I love Jessica. Oh. Speaking of like side characters, she's very she is interesting. An interesting one. I like get such um kind of like Miranda Priestly vibes, like double wear. Very Prada. Miranda Priestly. Yes. Very cold. Yes. Like, like that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> By all means, like move at a glacial pace. You know By how all that means, feels. Move me. at a glacial pace. <laughs> Do you smack your head on the pavement? <laughs> Um, hold up, it uh, uh, oh, so But yes, no, I, I also, I mean, you know, SJM, she doesn't put any characters in there for no reason. Right. Like, I feel like there's hints to something more. I can but see like, that. I can see, well, yeah. Well, she like defaulted from her house. So there, there's something yeah, going on I with really her. Yeah, I really want to know that story. Like, that's a very interesting story to me. Yeah. I, yeah. like, she's a sorceress, but like on her own, which I think is very, I guess, unheard of. But she's a very interesting, mm-hmm. I can see her, there being a lot more to her that we find out yeah. later on. Yeah. Um, I love Lily Lahaba, Lily! um, Little Sprite. I think I she love is her obsession with, uh, with fangs and bangs. <laughs> like fangs and bangs. I was gonna say, and then Hunt is like, you watch fangs and bangs. Uh, no, Briggs, did you tell him that, yeah. that it was called that? That's not what it's called. I love that she calls her BB. Like, I think it's so BB, cute that she calls so her BB. Yes. And she calls him Athy. And I'm like, oh, stop. This is too, uh-huh. this is too cute. And she it's has too like cute. a little doll's fainting sofa yes. that like she lies on. And watches her little tablet with her fangs and bangs. Like, I, I, yes. it's too much. Like, it's so cute. So cute. So cute. Love that her. line when like Hunt meets her for the first time. And he's like, well, aren't you beautiful? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm in yeah. love. I'm sold. Sold. You sold me. Like, I also just, love Syrinx. Uh, I also love that, like, me too. That, like, Bryce has no idea that Syrinx can, like, get out of her cage because she's, like, that's part of her magical power. Yeah. Hunt's, like, on the phone and he's, like, talking to Isaiah and he's, like, uh, did you know that chimeras can unlock locks and hop in between spaces? And because, because Syrinx just, like, He's, one minute he's in like it's when Al, it's when Hunt is like up on the uh, opposite building on the roof watching her through the windows yeah, and like right. the Searing's just like poofs out of the air and puffs up next to him and then bites him on the ass. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah, I about that. Oh that's and then there's so a part funny. too where Hunt wakes up in the guest room and Syrinx is just like in there. Yeah. Like, hey, 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 yeah. you wake. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love so, that scene. Like he rolls <laughs> over. Syrinx is like, hey, good morning. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> It's like so I, cute. I love and I it. love that Syrinx yeah. loves him too. Like I just think that's I so know. Cute. I also love that she bought she Syrinx. Bought him she bought him I love that yeah. because Jessica was gonna she's fucking like on this sell crazy him. payment plan that she's never gonna pay she's off. Payment because, plan. Yeah. I love that Hunt finds out quickly like about the apartment yes. that it's Danica's. That it's like not Cassandra Clare where we're like stringing along for three books. <laughs> what uh-huh. exactly? Yes. Like shit is getting resolved left or right. Communication is happening. We are communicating. Yeah. Oh, well, when he's, when he's like, why would you buy yeah. Derek's then? And she's like, I couldn't lose any more friends. I couldn't lose any so more sad. friends. Oh, I was like, stab oh, me in the heart. Like, done. Yeah. Speaking of friends, fucking Fury yes. can just fuck right off. I do not oh, she, like her. Yeah. 
Do you not like her it's, at all? Like, she's definitely shady. Yeah. Just like, come on, Fury. Like, fu- like what like, What are you doing? Like, like, you can't even return Bryce's phone calls. Yeah. I don't I don't care, like, that you're this shady creature. Like, that was your friend. Yeah. Like, and I understand we all deal yeah. with death differently, but it doesn't feel like she's, like, staying away because she's grieving. It feels like she's just like, I don't want to deal with this. And I'm like, oh, well, that's yeah. that's convenient. Like, I don't like that's you. Convenient. Um, <laughs> Juniper is sweet. Um, I don't yeah. know. I like that she's at least, like, sort of reaching out to, like, at least she's, like, yeah. trying. Yeah. I mean, she knows Bryce doesn't drink, so clearly they've hung out enough in the past two years yeah. for her to know that. So yes. that's right. The bar is low, ladies. It's on the ground, but like I'm, the you know, I'm trying to give her some credit. Like she's, but she's making some sort of effort. So yes, she brings chocolate croissants. Yes, she did. Yeah, and I liked that she tried to get Bryce to dance on the dance floor, and like, yeah. she wanted her to dance. I mean, she wasn't yeah. ready, but like, I thought that was really. Well, sweet. And she's really um, upset when Bryce like tackles. Oh her. my god, she punched her in the face. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. she punches her in the face. I was like, that's which, like, I mean, you can be upset, but like, I don't know that we needed to punch somebody in the <laughs> face. Like, just be like, hey, what the hell were you thinking? That was dumb. Like, I don't yeah. know that physical violence needed to be involved. Yeah. Anyways. Um, okay, so this next segment is going to be our final segment. We're going to ask him some questions, and she's going to share with us her theories on what she thinks might happen in the second half of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was extremely careful with the questions and the wording. Everything I'm asking are things that have already been touched upon, and nothing is a spoiler. Yeah. However, that being said, if you are like me, and you don't like to hear what anybody thinks, <laughs> about anything in a book yes <laughs> until you've done reading it maybe just tune out yeah um, again nothing here is a spoiler kim has not finished the book she has no idea what happens no. but some people just don't like to hear so just yeah. to give you all a fair warning yes. and with that being said let's dive in okay fun i <laughs> yes, love that great, yeah, great. yeah. Um, i told you i really hate spoilers so I was very careful. We know you do. And I also am completely oblivious when I read. Like, I don't right. see anything. I did see one thing that I will talk about as a theory, and y'all won't be able to look at me because you'll already know it. So okay. I'm just going to speak into oh. the ether as I yes, say it. Yes, please. Tell us your speak theory. Speak into the ether. Okay. So something that I thought was really interesting is when Bryce goes to see Rune, and he's high off his ass. And she goes into his room, and she's like, I can't talk to you when you're like this. I have a very serious conversation to talk to you about and he's like I'm <laughs> I'm on drugs and she's like I'm gonna get you some water and he it's mentioned several times so so much so that even my oblivious self was like hmm, this is interesting um it's mentioned that he sees like a halo of starlight around her multiple times which I guess you could say like he's high and hallucinating because it's not quite clear. Is it like cocaine? Is it, you know, we don't really know what the equivalent of that. Yeah. Mirth root, mirth root is what it's called. Yeah. Mirth root is like, I don't know. Anyways, he, he sees like a halo of starlight around her. And then again, when she goes to get water, it's like starlight, starlight, starlight is like said over and over and over again. And I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. Okay. Um, and so, cause you know, she's a part of Rune's family and um, I don't know. I just think that's interesting. Interesting. Um, interesting. All right. So to keep going, what uh-huh. hap- what do you think happened in the flashback with Bryce and Danica? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I think they got themselves into quite a pickle. Um, you know, I mm. just like, when she <laughs> says, close your eyes, Danica, I'm like, are you going to like make a, are you going to like try to go grab the gun? I, I don't know. Like I, it seems like they kind of probably maybe hung around some shady individuals in their party days. And mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. see them like going to buy drugs from somebody and the drug deal going bad or mm. something. I don't know. I don't know. It clearly bonded them. So yeah. it had to have been pretty traumatic. I won't tell you what it is, but you do get more of that moment. Okay, good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna, My guess right now is like drug deal gone bad or something. Okay. Who do you think stole the horn and why? 
I think Sabine, but only because I fucking hate her. (laughs) I hate her so much. Like, I mean, it makes sense, though. I mean, to me, Mm -hmm. I think Sabine is behind Danica's death. Like, she's very threatened by Danica's power. She has been for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, It was rumored that, like, Danica was going to take over after Danica's grandfather dies instead of Sabine, which obviously surpassing Sabine, which obviously Mm -hmm. Sabine is displeased about, which fair, but like also, what do you want Danica to do about it? Die, I guess. Um, Yeah, that's my, I think she stole the horn. So final question. Are there any characters who you think might surprise us in part three or part four? I don't think there's anybody that I think is bad that could be good because the people I think are bad seem like such horrible people that I, that I can't like the Autumn King and Sabine, like I don't think are going to be, I mean, I just can't see them like having a redemption arc. I, I think there's something going on with Fury and I think June maybe knows something about that, like why Fury has basically like disappeared and hasn't come back to that area. So I could see her Mm -hmm. having something to do with it. I think Micah is a little suspicious to me. Just wouldn't surprise me if he was like just shady and like politician. Right. Like, I just think I could see him being corrupt. I could see him working with, like, Sabine or something. I just think he's very high up there. And um, I also think that Bryce rejecting him is he's not going to take that well because he's... Oh, that part's so good. I know, she's, like, not interested. And I was like, hell yeah, you are. Not interested. Hell yeah. It's so good. Is there anything you, like, would want to see or, like, would be excited about, like, oh, it would be so much fun if this happened? I would like a really hot sex scene between Bryce and Hunt. Like, I need all this okay. tension to pay off mm-hmm. in some way. Because it's great. I love it. Here for it. Like, shooting the bullets, shooting, staring at each other, stoking the gun. Very into that. I need I need it to, like, pay off. Like, I need there to be, like, mm-hmm. a really hot, like, grab the headboard type situation. I would really like that. I would really mm-hmm. like Rune and Bryce to repair their relationship. I don't know if that's, like, a fun thing I would mm-hmm. like to see happen. But I would like to see it happen. Yeah. Mostly because, like, I would like Bryce to have a group of people again. Like, I would like her to have, yeah. like... A newfound family. A newfound family. Like, with Lily yes. and, and Syrinx and Hunt and Rune. And, like, yeah. Hunt and Rune would have to, like, be able to be around each other without beating each other. So that could be challenging. But, like... I feel like they're getting better. I feel they like they're getting, getting better. The gun range was better. The gun range was, like, they coexisted. Yeah. And they were in the library working together that day. That was good. That's yes. That's why I love the murder mystery investigation so much. Because it, it's, like, the close proximity trope that I love. And it's, like, forcing everybody to... To like work yes. together and communicate a lot which right, I love right. mm. I would really like people to stop dying I, I think that's <laughs> like you know not, but uh, you know like it's 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 obviously nice. this is part of the thing that'd be, that'd be cool that'd be fun that'd be cool, yeah. oh okay but I do really I have no idea what this means but like runes the oracle saying like the royal bloodline ends with him mm-hmm. I have no thoughts on that other than that that's very interesting <laughs> But yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't have any other thoughts that's for you other than tidbit. Yeah. it's like, hmm, that's interesting. interesting. Um, and that he didn't tell his dad that that he told him something different. Yeah, he told yeah. him a lie. He told him a lie. Said that yeah. he would be a fair and just king. Which I love that the the, the autumn king was like, "Well, fuck that." I'm like, what? Of course, yeah. of course you would oh, think that, that was that. Like, you're just the worst. Like, truly, like he's like, oh, "I'll be a fair and just king." He's like, "Oh, well, goddamn it!" Like, what? He's like, "Well, shit!" Like, get away from me! On. Like, what? My God, man! Like, yeah. truly don't understand him yeah um and uh, it's gonna be a shit show it's gonna be the the last (laughs) part of this book is just gonna be like i am not kidding when i tell you you have to clear your schedule at some point it's like the last 200 pages specifically okay great well like when you get to like which is not an easy feat (laughs) you're literally not going to be able to do anything like i was like 200 pages out like late in the night and i just didn't sleep till like 2 a.m i can do that you just not possible you just have to finish like week i cannot reiterate that enough um i will say i'm 
definitely now at the point where I like don't want to put it down like before I was like into the the first part I was like into the story enjoying it but now it's like I want to know I want to know I want to know what's going on um (laughs) I'm so excited for you I'm so excited for um also myself same because I am so excited to reread the end same um um yeah I'm really loving it I'm loving the characters I'm loving Bryson Hunt I just am really excited to see where it goes and I can see why people love it so much because she mm -hmm. does just like take the time to really set these characters up and set this world up yeah. just i just am ready to be surprised good yes, yes. and you will be i'm nervous and ride. excited and anxious and all the things and i just get yeah. yeah all right so our next episode will be on parts three and four so the second half of the book yes and mm-hmm. um kim will then obviously have finished and we'll be yeah. able to talk about everything oh my god um, we're yeah. so excited for that and then we will have a special <gasps> third episode where we are mm-hmm. just going to discuss our theories for yeah. book two, House of Sky and Breath. So excited. Oh my gosh. I am um, I can't wait. <laughs> so um, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Flights of Fantasy Podcast. And be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And until our next episode, cheers and happy reading. Cheers. cheers. Happy reading. Thanks for Bye. listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>